Super Talk Mississippi media production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. CorinthAutoGroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with my good friend Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music on this Friday Eve. And a chilly one at that. The temperature has been dropping steadily. Is it not? All morning. Oh yeah. So is there a possibility of some sort of wintry precipitation? Mm, not unless you've already seen some. Okay. I don't see anything in the forecast where we're going to have to worry about snow or ice or sleet from here moving forward. But if you were in the northwestern corner of the Magnolia State overnight, you probably experienced at least a little bit of wintry precipitation. Going to get a little cooler, though, right? Oh, yeah. High tomorrow in central Mississippi of 39 Last I checked? Somewhere around there. That would be cold. Well, are there some forms around here that I can fill out for my overtime? (laughs) 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 I worked this morning, came in, and was honored to be a guest on the Paul Gallo Show. And uh, I think that may be the first time I have returned as a guest on his program since I've been hosting this program, or filling in a few times for Paul. But I had a good discussion. Just Perez and me in here. Paul is hanging out. And uh, we had a good discussion about the income tax situation. They're down there batting around the state capitol at this point. But I appreciate coming on Paul's show. And uh, repeat what I said uh, to start the my segment, my interview off with, uh, and that is that I'm just honored and, and privileged to be part of this company and this team. It has, uh, it, it's really been fun. The people here are really good. They're very professional. The product that is produced is extremely professional. You, of course, are a critical part of that team and certainly of this program. But anyhow, I just hadn't taken the time just to say thanks for that. And thanks to uh, everyone for making me feel welcome and at home. And we're having fun. I I certainly hope the audience uh, is having fun as well. That's the main most thing. And our advertisers uh, like what they, they see and hear as well. 
So, here we are, 601-879-4395. That would be the ceasefire text line if you wish to join in the conversation. I think the big news we got to start out with, and there's a bunch to choose from, but the Washington NFL franchise, they got them a new name, they got them a new mascot. That would be the Washington Commanders. I'm not really sure what I think about that. You know, it was already leaked, was it not? People knew this was the name. Yeah, they just didn't have official confirmation. Uh, The uniforms look terrible. You seen those? I have not. Well, of course, the familiar Redskin logo on the side of the helmets, which had the feathers hanging down, I always thought was a really cool logo. Honestly, mascot there on the helmet. It's got this kind of block-lettered, stenciled W on the helmet. Like you would see on the side of a crate of munitions or supplies (laughs) if you were a commander in the armed forces. Uh, Exactly. That's that's the theme, if you will. Now, help me out here. Is commander... I'm surprised. Would that make the cut in that University of Washington language guide that now prohibits grandfather, for example? You think commander would make it? That, that's that got to have some sort of negative, I don't know, imperialistic sort of connotations to it, doesn't it? I don't have any woke problem with it, but the first <laughs> thing that came to mind when I heard the term Washington commander was, wait, isn't that who the Harlem Globetrotters beat up on all the time? <laughs> but no, that's the Washington Generals. The Generals, that's right. <laughs> I saw them play. <laughs> The, the the hapless generals I saw compete against the uh, the Harlem Globetrotters at the uh, Mississippi Coliseum when they visited when I was a youngster. If I'm not mistaken, the generals have actually pulled off upsets against the Globetrotters in the past. What? What happened? Metal I, I, Lemon and Curly Neal off their game? I don't know. <laughs> I guess you just got to change it up every once in a while. It really was a good shtick, though. What? They were pretty dang entertaining, not to mention awfully good athletes at the same time. But what a lot of... Imagine knowing you're going to go out and get beat every night, such as the Generals did, right? Except, I guess, a couple of times they won. If memory serves me, I'm pretty sure they've won at least twice. Oh, okay. Jeez. But that is out of thousands of games. Yeah. I'm just surprised that if the word grandfather, housekeeping, and lame are considered problematic words, how can commander not be? What am I missing there? I'm surprised that made the cut. It seems so, I don't know, so powerful, so oppressive. What? The team's official website. Claims three victories over the Globetrotters. One in 1954, (laughs) one in 1958, and the most recent coming in 1971. Good grief. It it was January 5th, 1971 in Martin, Tennessee. They beat the Globetrotters 100-99, to ending their (laughs) 2,495-game losing streak. (laughs) Oh, man. 
Well, Curly Neal did not play in the game. Uh, all right, that explains it. On the on the disabled list, probably for that one, right? I guess he didn't have COVID. <laughs> Apparently, while the Globetrotters were entertaining the crowd that day, they lost track of the game and the score and found themselves down 12 <laughs> points with two minutes left to go. Forced to play normal basketball, they rallied but could not recover. One point. Honey bun to 99, right? I love it. Well, the Commanders, get ready, folks. Were they going to have the band like they always had? You know, what was that? Hail to the Redskins or something? We're going to have Hail to the Commanders? Something like to that? I don't know. I mean, it seems like it would fit. Yeah, sure. You just make it a military-style marching band. <laughs> it just all seems weird to me. I, I, I'm not exactly sure what problem we're solving here. Uh, can you help me with that one? Is there a problem we're solving? Not really. Kind of like the University of Washington language guide that does not allow the words housekeeping. It, what the hell's wrong with that? What am I missing? Lame ninja? <laughs> oh, gosh. But that still kills me how it's it, ninja is a bad word, but one of the most popular and profitable video gamers out there is named Ninja. Uh, of course. The dude with blue hair that's made millions of bucks playing video games. Blue hair. <laughs> Seriously, he's got blue hair, and he's made a gazillion dollars playing games like Fortnite on Twitch and streaming and stuff. And okay. Huge advertising deals. He's made a boatload of money. Well, but his, his name on games is Ninja, so I guess he's not couth. It's, I don't know. I, what, what doesn't make sense is that, just going off a little bit on a tangent, these objections to the removal of certain books from libraries and, and teaching of certain concepts in the classroom and, and content, um, typically kind of catch-all referred to as critical race theory. The, the left, you hear the outcry, it's censorship, but then they publish a language guide that gets rid of grandfather. Can you help me out understand that? Is is that not just a little bit of a double standard? Well, it's like the Neil Young versus Joe Rogan on Spotify thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to censor anybody, but if you don't take him off, you, know, you can't play my music, <laughs> even though I sold the rights to my music and can't actually do that. Uh, There's Neil Young for you. And now we got Joni Mitchell, right? Just these washed-up rocker hippies. The cacophony of has-beens is coming out of the woodworks. That's right. It's a cacophony, exactly. Uh, speaking of this uh, streaming services and the digital universe, on the economic front, it ain't looking good for some of those guys. And it's something that I think is more indicative of a larger macroeconomic concern than just those specific companies. We'll get into that a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, tax reform, the medical marijuana bill, which the governor signed off on last night, and a whole lot more here on Middays. We got David and Madison might have the uh, leader in the clubhouse for what? text of the day. What's that? I, I guess the quarterback will be the commander-in-chief. That's ah, awesome, David. <laughs> Appreciate that. And uh, so we got Joey Deason, the executive director of the Madison County Economic Development Authority, 1105. Middays, we'll be right back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's showers and a possible thunderstorms with falling temperatures high near 37. Tonight, a chance of rain and freezing rain. Cloudy skies, low around 28. Your Friday, cloudy skies, high near 39. And for your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 48. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. When you order your Walgreens prescriptions with same-day delivery, it's possible you'll experience some side effects. Side effects may include joy that you won't run out of your pills and disbelief at just how crazy fast the delivery came right to your door. Get your same-day prescription refill today on the Walgreens app. To use same-day RX delivery or one-to-two business day delivery, you must be opted into prescription status alerts. It will appear as an option of orders before that store's cutoff time for the day. Certain health plans do not cover or participate in same-day RX delivery. Check with your health plan for further details. Excludes California. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts. Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter. 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter. That's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Every guy knows that feeling when you realize on Valentine's Day that you've got nothing for your true love. Not this year, guys, because at Juniker Jewelry Company, we've got a whole store of ideas that will make her forget last year and the year before. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. This Valentine's at Junikers, we have an entire store of fine jewelry. Rings, pendants, earrings, and bracelets, starting at $250 and less. Come shop thousands of quality, iconic, and yes, affordable pieces you won't find in any other store. For every woman and every budget. As Mississippi's direct diamond importer, we have the largest selection of fine diamonds and diamond jewelry in the state. And 12-month interest free financing for qualified buyers. So don't go driving all over town this Valentine's like a love-struck fool. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Let's make this a Valentine's she'll never forget. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Fab Four here on Middays. 
Oh, that's so good there. Appreciate it, Rhino. We are back here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So, Meta, the, uh, you remember the, what did Prince call himself, formerly known as Prince? The yeah, artist? You, you couldn't pronounce his name. It was I, just a symbol. Oh, was that one? <laughs> formerly known as Prince, right. though, right? That was the... That's how everybody called him. The byline. became the symbol. Okay. Well, Facebook, the company formerly known as Facebook, it's still known as that from a branding perspective, but it's corporate name, and it is listed now, Meta, trying to call attention to their... It's like Google and Alphabet. Correct. Trying to call attention to their uh, sort of investment and focus on the metaverse. Well, they... Uh, they didn't have a good quarter, and their business was way down, and the market reacted rather negatively to that business, and more importantly, their guidance wasn't very good, uh, meaning they're, what they expect to do in the future. And that's really the data that the, the key talking points that investors really latch onto. Grab, grab hold of in, in making their investment decisions. So, and this is all about, of course, where they get their money from, which is advertising. Never forget, I know we've talked about it before, the first time Zuckerberg was called into the United States Capitol to testify before the Senate. And I honestly don't even remember the, the purpose of him being called there exactly, because he's been multiple times, but one of those senators said, how do you make money? <laughs> He's had no understanding of the business model. But so the shares of Facebook fell 20 meta, 20% overnight. And uh, that's because their net income fell uh, quite a bit. And uh, so per share, $3.67 versus $3.88 per share net income in the same quarter last year. Revenue, $33 billion, uh, up from $28 billion, but net income was down. They said that their guidance indicated that inflation is hurting customers' ad budgets. So... Different companies have sort of different philosophies on that. Some say, well, when you're competing on a more intense basis for consumer wallet, you got to advertise more to make sure that you are the one that the consumers come to to drop their dollars. Some say, well, we got to cut expenses. They don't really consider it to be as valuable. And they cut expenses. But in the case of Facebook, advertising, of course, is their source of revenue. So they're they're guiding that their customers are telling them we're gonna we're gonna curtail our investment in advertising on the platform. I also believe uh, in their in their report that their subscriber number was little changed. They didn't grow it. That's a key indicator to the investment community. The more people they have on the platform using it, average daily users, I think, is one of the key metrics there. But They got almost $3 billion. How much more do they grow? I, I know. It is incredible. I mean, that there's a limited number of people on the planet, and they discourage you from making multiple accounts. So what do they really want? 
It is unbelievable. I agree with you on that. <laughs> I, I agree. So, anyhow, that it disappointed. That's the main thing. It was a disappointing report. The shares fell uh, $78, 24% overnight. The other company that reported was PayPal after the bill. You guys know who that is. That's the digital payment behemoth. And they also reported sort of lackluster sales and profit relative to what they guided in the prior quarter. And their outlook is not as rosy. And they're citing the same reason, inflation. So here's kind of what's coming together, it feels like. you got all this helicopter money that's cycled through the economy and uh, and is not being deposited in Americans' bank accounts almost indiscriminately by the revenue service. You got the monthly child tax credit payments that ended in December. They do not continue into January and and thereafter, which is uh, was a major provision of the Build Back Broker Bill that, of course, seems to be more debtor than ever now after Joe Manchin um, made some remarks about it yesterday. So you add all that up, price of oil continues to climb. People are paying more at the pump. That's being figured in as a major cost, as it is, in transportation of goods and in the manufacture of a lot of goods. Uh, all that got me nervous, honestly, about the macro economy. Now, yesterday we discussed the fact that in an interview, and, and by the way, there's articles written about it now. This guy that's the former president of the Fed, a lot of people picked up on his, his uh, remarks when he said, we possibly could have negative GDP growth this quarter. So all that is a, is a problem, right? It's a political problem, especially when you've got an administration that seems to just dismiss it. It's it's Jen Psaki. By the way, somebody jumped on me yesterday because I wanted to, to to sort of talk about this because I used the term Jen nicknamed Goebbels, referring to Goebbels the the propagandist. And uh, so, okay, I, I don't ever use the word in referring to anybody um, or any action as Nazi. I just kind of reserve that for the left. The left, of course, says that asking somebody to show an ID when they vote, that's that's Jim Crow era equated it to slavery. And I don't know, what's that goofy guy over in Bull Connor in Alabama? And uh, just the, the, the litany of all the comparisons, which are nonsense in my view. So, you know, I was in, in an effort to be, uh, I guess I could say a little tongue-in-cheek funny in that it really is a tough job she has. And she honestly doesn't do a bad job when you consider the dung which she has to work with every day, which is lots of bad news. And she has to go out there and face reporters that are asking her questions about that and answer them. I think there's some things she could do better on, like her um, pod save us. Is that the name of her podcast? Is that I think so. Something to that, which I thought was kind of uh, bad. I'm not a subscriber, so I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, we played the tape of her the other day when she jumped on Judge Deneen for calling attention to 
Pod Save America. Pod Save America. There you go. I was close. Um, this kind of, you know, and she kind of making a play on the word God there. It's kind of weird, isn't it? But she jumped on Judge Janine and Fox because they're discussing uh, the administration being soft on crime. <laughs> she just laughed it off. Well, I don't agree with that. And then a couple of weeks ago, we played the clip where she said, you're worried about all these things that, that are causing pain for you in your in your life, such as the price of gas and, and uh, inflation and crime and so forth. Just blow it off. Go do some kickboxing. Drink some margaritas. You remember that? But I, I sort of consider that to be dismissing what is top of folks' minds. And, yes, I do think having to come out every day and, and explain and, and spin stuff that's going on in this country, largely the result of really bad policies put forth by our boss, yeah, it's propaganda. Why don't we call her Tokyo Rose? How about that? Will that work? Jen Tokyo Rose. She was a noted propagandist. My father, before he passed away, used to talk about, was in the Navy back then, used to listen. And, you know, her her shtick was trying to persuade. I think she was born in this country, if I'm not mistaken. Look at, look at that. I may be wrong there, but she's got a connection to this country. Anyhow, she was trying to persuade American military members, certainly in the Pacific, Go home. Go to your families. Oh, your wife, your girlfriend, they're playing around on you. You're out here trying to fight this silly war to keep Japan from taking over the country, the United States. Go home. Propaganda. Um, pretty effective, I think, but most of the service people said, I know my father did, we didn't pay attention to all that crap. We just listened to try to get the music. That's how they got you hooked. You know, that's the only thing they could listen to. So, anyhow, um, she's trying to spin this bad economy and all these problems, and it's kind of hard for old Jen. We'll see what she says with this poor jobs report, markets tanking, more on the jobs uh, tomorrow when we get the Bureau of Labor Statistics data. The ADP report, we did not meet expectations. We'll take a break right here. Middays will come right back. Speaking to all men, if you're a stickler about your ride or your car looking just right, then why don't you take better care of yourself? Man Up MD is a concierge medical clinic, tailor-made for men of all ages. We offer convenient same-day appointments with personalized primary care and treatment plans designed for you to reclaim your energy and performance. Man Up MD can have you tuned up and ready for rocking down the highway. Check us out online at menshealthms.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them. 
them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. This is a crime alert from James Finch, former assistant director of the FBI Cybercrimes Division. Your home's title is the only document that proves you own your home. And now, cybercriminals are able to forge our names off our home's title and claim they own it. It's a nightmare crime. Watch a video of a former cyber thief who now trains police show how it's done and how home title lock could have stopped him visit home title slash radio home title slash radio attention if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at esi supply they've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll sock knit broom products oil gator oil dry spill kits and more just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't give the guys at esi a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability 601-933-4910 that's 601-933-4910 or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Reports that the Biden administration plans to create databases of federal employees that requested religious exemptions to his vaccine mandate are spawning action from several Mississippi delegates. Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith and Congressman Michael Guest, Stephen Palazzo and Trent Kelly sent a letter to the Office of Management and Budget questioning the purpose of the databases and who they'd be shared with. They wrote that this could be an affront to individuals' First Amendment rights and a troubling overreach by the federal government. The majority of new COVID cases in our state are among the unvaccinated, but Dr. Mark Horn tells us there are breakthrough cases. There is a significant percentage, uh, particularly the older, sicker individuals with more comorbidities, more illnesses, that are less likely to have achieved really solid immunity. Those people are showing up uh, in our hospitals. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. 
Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned in to Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this Friday Eve. Chilly one at that, getting chillier by the minute. Speaking of which, in a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, presented by VisitMississippi.org. Today on In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, you'll hear an interview with country songwriter Eric Enderlin, who has had her songs recorded by the likes of Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Reba McIntyre, and many more. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by VisitMississippi.org. You can hear the show each Thursday and Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. on most Super Talk Mississippi stations or supertalk.fn and available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Steve Azar today at 1 o'clock after middays. So uh, just looking through the... Ceasefire text line here, Rhino. Skipping Pearl says, with respect to the changing of the Washington Redskins now to the Washington Commanders, it's horrible. I've been a Redskins fan since 1972. No more. Before that, it was the Steelers. Now I'm going back to the Steelers. I love it. Freedom. That's right. That's how it works. Wouldn't the commanders have been the people who ordered the raids on the Native Americans or Redskins, if you will? That's on the ceasefire tax line. Well, that's an interesting slant and thought. I mean, really, it just seems like it's almost like too strong. I don't know what if I'm saying that right for the politically correct crowd. That was the idea, right? Redskins was not politically correct. Had to be canceled. Just seems like we come up with something that's a little softer. Commanders, so strong. Of course, it is a football team. But I don't know. Even even football teams aren't exempt from that sort of sentiment. It's interesting, uh, for sure. Chris, the mailman, says, I'm surprised Postmaster isn't on the offensive list. Shh, Chris, don't, don't say that. They'll cancel it. It is really kind of crazy. Uh, Brian on the coast sent us a, kind of an interesting meme. I thought it was pretty good. You see that, Rhino? Breaking news, you can imagine. It is a, a photo of uh, Millie Vanilli. It says, Millie Vanilli make announcement that they are pulling someone else's music from Spotify. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. The the whole Joe Rogan, Spotify, Neil Young what spat has been hilarious as far <laughs> as the memes. And 
while the the has-beens have come out to get their name in the papers, other has-beens that kind of take a little bit of a grain of salt, they have fun with the fact that they're one-hit, like James Blunt. Yeah. James Blunt's a guy from 15 years ago or longer that had a one-hit wonder that was catchy, but one of those songs that you heard it way too many times and you got tired of it and you got tired of hearing it on the radio and everybody's sick of him. Just go away, James Blunt. Don't ever come back. Take your money that you made and just retire and enjoy it. He came out and tweeted in solidarity with Neil Young as a joke that he would start putting new music on Spotify. (laughs) Gosh. Oh, me. Just go away. You see, this whole censorship stuff, it only seems to work in one direction. It's not censorship if it works in the other direction, in what they would deem to be their favor, in in terms of what... So they they are the arbiters of what is offensive and what is not, and what is acceptable and what is not, in terms of language and words and content. I mean, just look at two TV personalities. You've got Roseanne with a show that's got her name on it, and she sends out a tweet that is considered racist to some, and she gets kicked off the show with her name on it. Yeah. Yet Whoopi Goldberg comes out and says probably the most anti-Semitic thing you've heard on television in the last 50 years, and she's suspended for two weeks to think about it. Two weeks. Yeah. She says she's thinking about quitting now. Two weeks. What an inappropriate comment and mess that was. Pretty sure that Adolf Hitler... Didn't he actually state that our intention here, I mean, he made it very clear, was to eliminate the the Judaism race? That's the way he described it. Well, according to her, and and this, by the way, is a view shared by many in the the race industry, because it is. It's an industry. They just believe that that can only exist. It is only defined by white and black. Only white people can be racist to black people. There are no other form of racism, right? I think that's the way they literally define it. And that is, um, it seems to be factually just disingenuous at a minimum, but it, it also would appear to me to incite more division, more Conflict, more contention. I, I just, I thought the goal was to unite, to get people together. I, d- I don't see how that achieves that goal uh, whatsoever. In fact, I, I think it exacerbates it. Exacerbates it. There's a uh, an organization called ADL. I apologize that uh, I don't. The American Defamation that's League. That's it. Yes, thank you. Fighting hate for good is their slogan. And so they have kind of a glossary. Racism. Colon. The margin. This is their definition of it. The marginalization and or oppression of people of color based on a socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. There you go. So the Anti-Defamation League defines racism as a a concept, an act, that requires certain races to be 
those who commit the race and those who are the, are the recipient of the racism being committed. Now, it's got to be this race versus that race, if you will, being racist to that one. So nothing else qualifies. It's kind of what Whoopi was saying. I mean, that's that's what her comment was. No, that was white people being inhumane to other white people. That's not racism. It's just incredible. So she, uh, they took action. You have to give it to them. Two weeks, kind of, kind of weak as a response. They took action after they allowed her to come out with a statement and give a half-hearted apology, that and then terrible. go on the, the late night. Used to be comedy shows. Now they're just mass liberal therapy shows. <laughs> she went on there and doubled down on her anti-Semitism. And then after the outcry, they had to suspend her. That, good point. And a lot of the outcries came internal, the back office. Probably because some Jewish folks. I'm betting you. And I can understand. What I can't understand is why do so many people in the Jewish community support the Democrats? Why are they why do they in lockstep, it appears? I don't get it. I really don't. Because they they're not for them. They're clearly I don't think support support their value system or just them as a as a demographic in general. It just doesn't feel like it. Especially when you consider their home country, Israel, is surrounded by a bunch of wackos that want to wipe them off the face of the planet. 24 hours a day, they're trying to figure out how to do it. We have people in this country that don't recognize that, don't believe it, and seem to be on the side of the people who want to commit such atrocities. It's incredible. All while maintaining that they have the the moral high ground. Correct. Absolutely true. So... Anyhow, I, I, you see what's happening, though. You've got all these interesting kind of conflicts that were, were inevitable when you consider the intersectionality arguments because it's just there's so many dynamic aspects of that and um, deviations of that, if you will, that just have tangents to them and so forth. It's really crazy. You know, along those lines, you guys may have seen the story about Black Lives Matter. They got a little financial problem. They have been warned by the California Department of Justice. I'm really shocked at the DOJ in California here. They've warned them that they're going to hold them personally liable, their leaders of the BLM organization, over their failure to submit proper records to the state of California as a charitable organization to receive the various benefits they receive for being a registered, bona fide, legitimate charity. And they've taken in millions from corporate America in their virtue-signaling woke garbage crap. Look at me. I'm better than you. I'm giving to BLM. They can't find their money. They won't report and won't comply with the reporting requirements. There's another state, I can't remember, that's involved in this as well, besides California, but I think this is where the main leaders reside, and that's why. And they're going to lose their charitable status. They never were a charity. They were a grift. Of course. But 
This is a problem. They're, the idea that they're for black people is crazy. We'll take a break. we got another segment this hour. Joey Deason with Makita at 11.05. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange. March cotton was down 35 to 125.98. May cotton was up 6 to 123.09. So open of the Chicago Board of Trade. March soybeans were down 3 and a quarter to 15.42 per bushel. May soybeans were down 4 and a half to 15.45 per bushel. March corn was down nine and a quarter to six thirteen and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down eight and three quarters to six thirteen and a half per bushel. The mercantile April live cattle was down sixty seven to one forty six twenty two. June live cattle was down forty to one forty one twenty two. March feeders up fifty two to one sixty seven forty. April feeders up sixty to one seventy two forty two. And at the open the Dow Jones down two hundred twenty five points, thirty five thousand four oh three. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong 
is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super top mississippi a little 38 special bumping us into this segment so david on the ceasefire text line says lots of text i'm gonna try to get to him here folks as much as i dislike whoopee she's actually right jews are not a race but a religion although hitler tried his best to couch in terms of race only three races according to david Caucasoid, mongoloid and negroid period it's not what hitler said though and what matters is in my view what the person said, in this case, Adolf Hitler, that essentially ordered uh, the killing. He, he made it very clear he, was, he sought to create a pure race. That's what he said. Race was the word he used. And he made it clear that Jews had to be eliminated in order to do so. That was the idea. That was the goal. It, Jews themselves have kind of struggled with this concept of defining themselves as a nation, a religion, a race, an ethnicity. But I think what Whoopi was trying to say is, now what, this is my interpretation of it. You may have your own, and that's fine. Well, yeah, it was, it was inhuman, but it's really not racism. Only I, as a black person. She went on and actually said that on the talk shows that night, right, to try to spin it. Only we can understand racism. That was the point she was trying to make. And almost, I felt like she was almost trying to say, well, yeah, that was bad, but that really is not the same in in terms of its, I guess, its level of horror and insipidness as just kind of what we normally think of as discrimination I, that was my take on it. I could I could have misinterpreted it, but I don't think I'm too far off than what most people thought and and how they perceived it. It was just I don't even know why you you would go there. The Holocaust already is a is a touchy subject. It's difficult to have a conversation about it. There's still some people in the world in this country that deny it even happened. It's what sounds like Whoopi believes. It feels like it. You know, I I think I shared the story here, uh, Rhino. We had Holocaust Remembrance Day, which was the 27th of January, just last week. And I think I had you share the, some photos that I have in, in my possession. My mother worked in a photo finishing uh, factory in World War II. And members uh, of the military would send their roles back to be developed. Couldn't get them done locally. They would send them back and... 
And so she developed these photos that were of the liberation, scenes from horrible scenes, honestly, uh, where obviously somebody on the ground, I'm sure a member of the, our military, took these photos, sent them back, had them developed, sat there for a very long time, never got claimed. And so she took them, uh, was, was offered them by the owner, said, you know, we have a policy if you don't come get them after a certain point in time. So she took them. They've been handed down in my possession, locked up in a safety deposit box. And I have the negatives, too, and I've sent those. Rhino, I think you've shared them on our, on our site before, but anybody that doesn't believe it happened, they need to look at these. These are actual photos. These are not photos of a photo. These are, were developed from the film, the original film. I don't know. It's, it's hard to talk about. It's, it's, um, it really is. Chris, the mailman, says only one race, many ethnicities. You know, I, I really – I don't know, Chris. Uh, uh, it's above my pay grade, honestly. Uh, uh, you know, I feel like that it's above all of ours. I don't know how what the standards are for that, Rhino, honestly. I've never tried to research it. All I know is the guy that ordered the killing of six million Jews said he was out to, to produce a uh, – create a pure race and that the Jews had to be exterminated in order to eliminate the, quote, impurities. And so I'm going with that. That's what he said. I really do think, uh, Huopi, what's important here is I think she was trying to say, well, no, what happens on a daily basis in this country in terms of discrimination uh, against uh, um, African Americans is worse than – I mean, that was my take on it. It, it doesn't it doesn't rise up to the level of racism does the Holocaust. So I think it was an inappropriate comment. She's paying the price for it. She may quit. I don't know. Um, it, you know, and I know somebody said, heck, she's worth $90 million. She doesn't care. No, she does. It's more, way more about the money. She's way past the money. This is about her having her face on a on a national television show every day. That's what it's about, and having that soapbox uh, for her to spew her nonsense from. That's what she cares about, way more than the money. She's way past that. So, anyhow, interesting discussion, and it's, uh, it's a complex, thorny subject. It did draw lots of criticism, lots of response, and so we talked about it. We got uh, Joey Deason. He's the executive director of the Madison County Economic Development Authority coming up after the news here on Middays. And then I got a short clip we're going to play for you. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, what he said about being caught without a mask. You got to hear it, folks. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. News. I'm Lillian Wu. A terror leader in Syria blows himself up, President Biden, saying he chose to do that during a U.S. Special Forces raid rather than face crimes he'd committed. Last night, operating on my orders, the United States military forces successfully moved a major terrorist threat to the world, the global leader of ISIS. 
known as Haji Abdullah. Fox News learning he detonated a vest, killing several members of his family in the process. And a new smart asset report ranks states hit hardest by the highest tax bills. The U.S. average in 2019 was $5,621. The highest average tax bill of 7605 was in Massachusetts. Next on the list came Wyoming, Washington, New Hampshire, then Connecticut. Fox's Monica DeLuca. America's listening to Fox News. Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked him up online. Now, everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones I looked at one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got Duck, Duck, Go and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers, all for free. It's that simple. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An ice storm warning is in effect until midnight for Marshall, Quitman, Panola, and Tallahatchie counties. There's also a winter weather advisory in effect through midnight for areas of North Mississippi, including Benton, Yalabusha, and Grenada. Most startup businesses begin in the home, but Representative Jansen Owen points out that sometimes local ordinances limit the ability to work from home. Um, there's one city that says, you know, you can't have more than 20 percent of your house taken up with your business. There's even some that says you can't do retail sales from the home. So my mother used to do, you know, the Mary Kay parties. So those in, in some towns, it's actually illegal for you to have a Mary Kay party at your house and sell Mary Kay makeup from your home. The Home-Based Opportunity Freedom Act passed in the House Wednesday. The bill would both explicitly establish that arbitrary regulations and fees can't single out home-based businesses. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. The choices our teens make on prom night can impact them for the rest of their lives. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Because vehicle accidents are a leading cause of brain and spinal cord injuries in our state, we have teamed up with the Mississippi Highway Patrol to show young adults the serious consequences of poor choices behind the wheel. To learn more or book a Please Return on Monday program at your school, please visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. That's mdrs.ms.gov. There are two versions of the Outdoor Stewardship Fund in the House, and Representative Trey Lamar told us the legislation is very similar to what the House passed last year. 
the money that is that is spent at the at the sporting goods stores, but a, a small portion of it would go back to the state to a fund to be able to use to draw down federal dollars that we can maximize and only be used for uh, out, outdoor stewardship here in Mississippi. He told us the Senate has said they don't want a diversion. And I don't want some politician, some legislator uh, sitting in an appropriations chair 10 years from now to go tinker with those funds. So I want to set up a permanent income stream that will protect and provide stewardship opportunities for this state. If you have a weakened immune system due to cancer treatment or an organ transplant, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs is encouraging you to talk to your doctor about Evashield. Evashield is a combination of two monoclonal antibodies that prevent COVID. Mississippi currently has over 2,000 unused doses. They provide at least six months of COVID protection. I'm Kelly Bennett. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix every day at 5 o'clock, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, the trucks of the future were built for everyone. The Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. The trucks of the future are not built for a few. They are built for America. Ford F-Series. Drive one today. Stop by your local Mississippi Ford dealer for more details. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this Friday Eve. Joining us now, Joey Deason. He is the executive director of the Madison County Economic Development Authority. Morning there, Joey. Good morning, Gerard. Thank you for having me on today. You bet. You bet. So I think the big thing we wanted to discuss today is this gigantic Amazon facility that is still under construction in uh, Madison County. Um, there's, I, I kind of describe it as between Gluckstadt and Canton. Is it? It actually has a Canton address, though, right, Joey? The Amazon facility. That that is correct. It has a Canton address, and technically, when the the shipments are going to be shipped out, the packages. Yeah. It will have a Canton address and a Canton name on it with a zip code. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I remember the Amazon representatives discussing that. But this thing is, uh, uh, for the benefit of our audience, uh, the size of the facility is what exactly in terms of square feet? When you look at the footprint of the facility that's out of the Madison County mega site, the base footprint is actually 750,000 square feet, but it's four stories tall. So in effect, it's three million, three million. square feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, three million. And the top three floors, the fourth, the third, and the second, 
will have 1,500 robots on each floor, and then the majority of the actual people will be working downstairs on the first floor. Yeah. And so Amazon, I think they describe these facilities as fulfillment centers. Isn't that correct, Joey? That is that is correct. And so they refer to them as an ARS, an automated robotic systems facility. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. So the the goal, I believe, is for them to to warehouse more of what they sell in their e-commerce business closer uh, to buyers and have more of these facilities uh, installed across the country uh, just to shorten the delivery times and just to improve efficiencies and uh, their ability to serve their customers. I mean, that's that's essentially the goal, uh, the, the business uh, value proposition of building out all these fulfillment centers. We're fortunate that they selected Madison here in Mississippi to be one of those. Yeah, we are very fortunate. Uh, when we were competing for the project, we were actually competing against three other communities. Now, fortunately, over time, uh, those three communities, I think, have since also been chosen. Okay. But in total, from memory, I think there was about seven or eight of these facilities all being built at the exact same time. Yeah. Yeah, they're investing a ton in that, and I, and I think it really – it, just a reflection of their their goal, which is to continue to shorten those delivery times and and to uh, carve cost out of the distribution and the logistics model. They believe in in uh, locating these fulfillment centers around the country. They're doing so. Um, how? Yeah, and I think ahead. it's important for your listeners, Gerard, to yeah. understand that th- th- there's a difference between the ARS and a non-ARS facility. Yeah, the auto- the automated robotic systems facility. This particular location here will have about 25 million inventory locations. And if you can picture a, a, a loaf of bread or a bread box, that's the size of the items that will be sold and processed through that facility. A non-ARS facility, which was what we were originally chosen for, but during the process of evaluation, they chose to go to an ARS. A non-ARS is one-off items. It's a baseball bat. It's a canoe. It's a bike. They're much larger items. And, you know, if you follow the news and you follow Amazon at all, they typically take the airport moniker. So for Jackson, Mississippi, it's J-A-N. Our facility is titled JAN-1, and there is a reason they call it JAN-1 because at some point in the future, we hope and Amazon hopes there is a JAN-2. Yeah, and yeah, I remember him talking about that last week when we were privileged to have uh, dinner with representatives of the company. It, it, uh, it's kind of a neat uh, system, neat uh, naming a convention that they have, but it makes total sense, honestly, and and so we're excited about that. And so, great on the distinction between the automated versus the non-automated. So, what that essentially means is that it's going to be housing and processing products that are really more appropriate and suited for the automated system uh, in in the picking and shipping and and uh, staging process. Uh, incredibly sophisticated. You know, when, when you think about Amazon, people think obviously it's it's a big facility yeah it's going to employ uh on paper what they've committed to is a thousand right uh we believe that during the holiday period there will be approximately 1800 people that'll be employed there um wow it's a complex system not only from the robotics portion but just from the data 
that we're being told that from about the time that you go in or your wife or someone hits the button and orders an article or or a product from Amazon within 25 seconds from you pushing that button, that piece of product is already on a conveyor belt being wow. taken down to the lower floors to be shipped. Incredible. So it's very fast processing times. So it's just unbelievable to think about. And, of course, uh, Jeff Bezos, his vision was to leverage all the electronic tools and digital systems that he could get his hands on. That was his vision from day one, and there's no question that he's doing it. All right, so you said 1,000 is kind of the standard staffing model, 1,800 on a seasonal basis. Uh, and they're, they're interviewing, recruiting, hiring now. Is that right, Joey? Where are they on that? They are in the process. Uh, the original plans for the facility itself was to open up in August. Um, I'm not going to give you the specifics, but I can tell you that COVID uh, supply chain issues caused them some concerns. Yep. And if they couldn't be open by Christmas during the holiday period and try to train people, they just decided to wait until this next year to open up. Yeah. They've hired the majority of their management team. Uh, their hourly technicians will be picking up speed sometime here in the summer uh, with full uh, employment before the holiday season of this next year. Yeah, and something that we, we've learned is that they're actually transferring some of their workers, their management team in particular, into the state. I mean, they're taking up residents, uh, buying houses or, or signing leases, what have you, to become residents of uh, Mississippi and mainly around Madison County close to the facility. I mean, it's quite exciting. It's, it's, an, it's an interesting little tidbit of information. Um, I was given the, 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 the breakdown. There's 150 management salaried individuals with approximately 75 to 80 of those will be moving in to the area, preferably Madison County, uh, here within the next some are already here, but yeah. they're in the process of bringing the others in now as we speak. Yeah. it's You know, something else that uh, we heard him describe, Joey, was the, the way that they schedule the staff uh, to, to power the facility. It, it's almost like you're bidding on a job. You're, you're a full-time employee, but you may not have a, a set schedule, and they, they publish their needs using electronic tools. This is how many people we need in these positions for these shifts, and you sign up for them, essentially, and you, you almost make your own schedule out. I mean, it's fascinating. But, Gerard, believe it or not, we've discussed that very item three times in the last two days. Really? Um, Yes. There's traditional shifts that work Monday through Friday. Yeah. And then they have weekend shifts that work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then let's say you have a traditional Monday through Friday shift, but you don't have child care on Tuesday and Wednesday. They will allow you to take off that those two days, and then if you would – prefer you can make it up on the weekend or not so it's a very flexible schedule uh we've had discussions with some of the uh other industries here in the region uh specifically nissan this week i had a discussion with them because i think amazon and nissan could find a very good way to partner with each other sure because the way that amazon works is that once you're there 90 days they will pay for a two-year and a four-year degree for you so they're working with the employees there to create a career path so that they can move on to bigger and better jobs outside of Amazon as well. And so let's say, for example, you have an individual that 
is interested in mechanics or mechatronics. Uh, I think that's a good way to partner with Nissan. And then once they graduate from that program, they can go directly to work for Nissan here in Madison County as well. Really is incredible. Uh, and, you know, they, they've built such a, a huge workforce. Uh, they've learned a lot, obviously, in doing so. And that, I think that is kind of what spawned a lot of these very innovative approaches to, to, st- to staffing and just uh, the relationship with their in- in workforce and their employees. But we're out of time here. But we're so looking forward to getting this thing uh, rolling, uh, as is uh, Madison County and, of course, the entire state of Mississippi. I'll just say one parting thing, Joey. You can comment if you want. I don't think Amazon's through in the state of Mississippi. I agree. Thank you, Gerard. Thank you a lot, Joey. We'll talk to you soon. We'll take a break here on Middays. we got more to talk about. Stay with us. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my agents. Needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM-certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. 
Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Stevie Wonder. Is that from Songs in the Key of Life? I believe so. Man, we wore that out when I was in college when it was released. It was uh, awesome. Quite the talent. The great Stevie Wonder. We are back here on Middays. We appreciate you uh, so much. Malcolm uh, from Tishomingo County on the ceasefire tax line says, Jen Saki can not only spend stuff, but she's good at misinformation, or, or I say telling lies. Yeah, that's why I call her the chief propagandist. I, I don't know. It's just the, it's the flippant attitude that I think bothers me. Go kickbox and drink margaritas. That'll wash away your sorrows about that $4 gas. I do have one correction about the previous conversation oh, on yeah. Jen Psaki. The podcast Pod Save America is not Jen Psaki's podcast. Oh, was she a guest on She it? was a guest on oh, okay. it. She, okay. They have several political guests from activists to politicians and stuff. Apparently it's four guys that were Obama aides ah, that okay. started the podcast. I'm sure they're buddies. Oh, yeah. you got you got to believe. So, all right, because we had a question about whether or not that would be a, a conflict of interest. If she had her own podcast. I don't think it would be unless it was using her position to profit, which most podcasts aren't profitable. Yeah. That's, I, I don't know. That's I don't know that that's ever come up. I mean, the podcast revolution is relatively new, so I don't know that there's ever been any question of that, but it's... I don't know how that would be any different than, say, writing an op-ed, for example. I mean, they're not prohibited from that, the White House press secretary, are they? I mean, it would depend on which lawyer you ask and <laughs> who you were trying right. to, to get in trouble for what. Yeah, that's probably right. You're probably right. Uh, Tom in L.A. says, I'm a fan of the moniker Jen Goebbelsaki. Don't let the woke stormtroopers win. <laughs> I, I hear you, uh, Tom. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll think about that. The Tokyo Rose kind of fit better just because she's a female, and, and it is a more pure propaganda is what Tokyo Which Rose was I did about. do some digging on that as well. Apparently, there were multiple women responsible for the moniker Tokyo oh. Rose. Okay. But there is one individual. I, I lost her name. I just had it. But, yes, she was from America, was in Japan at the time of the war. Her broadcasts were considered innocuous, I believe is the, the quote they used okay. by the Department of Justice when okay. it was brought to their attention that she had come back to America. 
and uh, they held her up on that, had a trial, but they, they didn't file any charges of treason or anything like that. And, in fact, I think that's what the charge was, right? Or yeah. The, the, yeah, the trial was about possible treason, right, and I think she was uh, not convicted. Yeah, or was she actually, I can't remember, was there a charge that she was actually convicted of and sentenced or just not exonerated totally? But I don't know. We're kind of digging into that sort of stuff. Uh, so the um, there's something else to see I'm looking for. Okay, racism. So the the thing about racism, I think typically we were talking about that in the context of, of Whoopi Goldberg and her her now bombshell uh, statement of uh, referring to the Holocaust is not an act of racism. And so, you know, started thinking about that a little more, and I believe that racism uh, as an act is really when someone is considered inferior, a person is considered inferior, or they are discriminated against or mistreated simply because of how they look, not because of their race. It's it's called racism is the term that is attached to that act of discriminating, mistreating, uh, considering a person inferior simply because of how they look. And... Adolf Hitler, as I recall, Rhino, he aspired for this pure, this pure race, this pure human of blonde hair, blue eyes. Wasn't that kind of his vision? Yeah, for he that? promoted the idea of the Aryan, the race, Aryan race being a superior race to all others. And I always had a hard time taking him that seriously in school, learning about it, because the guy was brown-headed and brown eyes. It's weird. He, like, wanted to be the only one or something. Some weirdo kind of kind of uh, thought, wish he had. But anyhow, that's where we are on that. Here in the state of Mississippi, we got a lot of stuff going on. The governor, Governor Tate Reeves, he did, in fact, sign off on the medical cannabis bill. Last night, as we said, that is now law. Kind of uneventful, wasn't it? I mean, it was a big deal that he signed it, I guess, but it just seemed like that it was without a great deal of fanfare. Am I am I misreading that? You feel like it was? or I mean, there were some people on social media trying to make a big deal out of it because in his statement, I don't believe he used the phrase, I've signed or plan to sign or will sign or it has been signed. He, he avoided the, the, the verb sign. But I don't really see how people could really take that and run with it, but they tried. I have his statement here. I'll read it, if that's okay. And I'm, I'm quoting directly from the governor's statement. This is in the next to the last paragraph. Uh, because of these improvements, which he, he listed, what he thought were improvements, talking about improvements to the original legislation, listed seven. Won't go through all that, but he says, because of these improvements to the program, in parentheses, as well as many other small ones that are not, I am not mentioning, SB 2095 will become law. That's the way he, he described it, as opposed to saying, I will sign it. And honestly, when I first saw that, I questioned, well, does he is he saying I'm going to let it sit, not sign it, 
Thus, it would become law after midnight last night, or right. I'm going to sign it into law. Turns out the latter was the case. We, we did um, some research on that last night and determined that he did, in fact, sign it. So it's law. Now, of course, the heavy lifting is uh, on the plate for the Department of Health and all those involved in spinning up this program, uh, of course, all those in the business uh, that are all out there poised and ready to go. Many of them are, were, have been. They're going to mobilize and spring into action to spin all this stuff up. And we shall see. Je- uh, July 1, right, is what Senator Blackwell said on our program. That is when it's scheduled to go into effect. It seems like an awful lot of work. I'm not doubting it can get done. I'm just thinking through everything that's got to happen to uh, put the implement the program fully. And the other thing we'll have to take a look at is what communities will pursue the opt-out provision and opt-out of the program altogether not having any... Um, or will attempt to. Okay. Yeah. not really up to yeah. them because right. the populace has the final say in that. No, they can override it. Right. Yeah. So the the city governments can come together, the elected leaders, and say, we're opting out. Right. Uh, they have to do that, I believe, within 90 days. 60 uh, or 90. 60 or 90. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. It's not a very long window after signing of the law, which I guess goes into effect today. So they would have to take action. The citizens can override that with, that would be a referendum. Correct. Because that would be a vote on uh, an existing law, if you will. Or uh, I'm not sure what you would call it at the city level when they do that. Is that an ordinance? I don't know what the term is, but I don't know that that matters. That's just semantics. Bottom line is the citizens can organize and uh, put a a referendum on the ballot, and the citizens can vote on that, and they can override the decision of the local government. Pretty sure we got that right. That is the mechanism. I know folks are out there listening. If, if we didn't describe that accurately, please let us know. But having asked that question, I think, multiple times to members of our legislature, including Representative Yancey and Senator Blackwell, who uh, were the point people on this uh, this effort. I think that's right. So, well, it'd be interesting to see where that, that goes, but here we are, state of Mississippi, the latest amongst the uh, 50 United States to implement or certainly enact a medical, authorize a medical marijuana program. And don't forget... Those zany Republicans up there in the House, they've got a bill right now to decriminalize marijuana at the federal level. That's re- that's led by GOP Rep uh, Mace. Can't remember her first name. I just remember her last name, M-A-C-E, in one of the Carolinas. I've seen her speak about it a number of times. And so, I mean, it could be a situation where it is decriminalized in the short term. There's a bill that goes through the Congress, gets signed by the president. And that would really turn the whole thing upside down at that point. We'll see where that goes. The Beach Boys here on Middays. Appreciate that, Rhino. We'll take a break right here. Got to talk about the child care credit. You want to hear something about that. You may not know child care credit. Stay with us.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and a possible thunderstorms with falling temperatures high near 37. Tonight, a chance of rain and freezing rain. Cloudy skies, low around 28. Your Friday, cloudy skies, high near 39. And for your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 48. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. If you love hunting, fishing, and ag, don't miss the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th. At the Ag and Outdoor Expo, you'll find everything for the outdoors, rods and reels, bows, guns, and clothing, as well as tools and equipment for the ag world. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th at the Trademark on the Fairgrounds. Brought to you by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people. We offer shelter to people seeking life change. And we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An ice storm warning is in effect until midnight for Marshall, Quitman, Panola, and Tallahatchie counties. There's also a winter weather advisory in effect through midnight for areas of North Mississippi, including Benton, Yalabusha, and Grenada. Most startup businesses begin in the home, but Representative Jansen Owen points out that sometimes local ordinances limit the ability to work from home. Um, there's one city that says, you know, you can't have more than... 20% of your house taken up with your business. There's even some that says you can't do retail sales from the home. So my mother used to do, you know, the Mary Kay parties. So those, in, in some towns, it's actually illegal for you to have a Mary Kay party at your house and sell Mary Kay makeup from your home. The Home-Based Opportunity Freedom Act passed in the House Wednesday. The bill would both explicitly establish that arbitrary regulations and fees can't single out home-based businesses. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Middays. Oh, that's a good tune there. That's Caddyshack, isn't it? It was Caddyshack. in Caddyshack, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Awesome. What a great movie that was. One of my favorites. It's hard to pick a song by Kenny Loggins that wasn't in a movie in the 80s. Seems like that's all he did back in those days, right? He was good at it. Very good at it. Top Gun? Not everybody knows that one. Footloose? Footloose, yeah. Made a living doing it. Really awesome. Okay. Uh, Jeff in Forest County says that let Mississippi farmers grow it. Got to grow it inside, according to laws. Got to be indoors. Got to have a roof over it so as to protect it, essentially. Secure it. I believe that was the logic behind that. Um, so uh, I guess they would could apply, right, for a license, couldn't they? A farmer? Sure. Carve out a plot, build a structure, start growing. I don't think there's any prohibition against the farmer being involved in that. So, um, you know, Gary and the Berg sent an interesting text on the ceasefire text line, which is, of course, 601-879-4395. He said, uh, we don't need a bunch of left-wing liberal managers moving to Madison and telling all their liberal friends just how good it is there and a giant warehouse shipping out a bunch of things not made in America. So we'll have a liberal outpost in one of the best places to live. Um, I, I hear you, Gary. You know, I got to tell you, uh, I had the honor and the pleasure of serving on the board at Makita. Uh, Joey, of course, our executive director of of a sharing dinner 
with the management team uh, last week, and it was insightful. I, I, I was um, incredibly impressed with the quality of people, but I, I, I hesitated to share this, but I, I really feel like it's okay. I don't think I'm talking out of school here that when we were after our dinner, which is very nice, and I had a great conversation, about two and a half, three hours. I mean, that's, I think, how engaged everybody was. And, and just a fantastic partnership with the city of Canton, the county, Makita, Amazon folks. And uh, one, of the, one of the workers uh, amongst this team, they were, she was making the rounds when we were exiting, you know, got up from the table, and, and um, she said, you know, we, after this engaging conversation, give me a hug. I mean, it's, we do that, right, in the South? No big deal. And so I said, sure. And she said, um, she said, I don't have COVID. <laughs> we're so used to that now. We're conditioned for that, right? No mask. We didn't have any mask on, right? And I said, well, I don't either. And she said... You know, I'm coming here from the freest state in the country. I'm so over COVID. I said, you live in Florida. She said, I do. Serious. I'm serious. And, I I mean, I just felt good. I got to tell you, we want this young lady in our community, in my view. And it was clear to me that when she said the word free, that that's important. It should be to everybody. And we want freedom-loving people in the state of Mississippi. We do. Especially an attractive, well-educated, highly compensated manager who's going somewhere in a gigantic company. Hell yeah! Bring on more! That was my take on it. I hear you, Gary, and, and your your analysis is, is um, certainly... Reasonable. It's logical. I, I get it. I was just so pleasantly surprised. And I don't know why, because we, we have a tendency, right, to let so many things influence our opinions and our views w- without really, I guess, getting down to the uh, uh, into the trenches and experiencing and witnessing with our own eyes and ears. And we, we all, include me, we all got to do better at that, right? And, and not just jump to conclusions based on hearsay or third parties or what other folks like to, what they like to say and, uh, and how they like to paint narratives and pictures. But, you know, heck, I've talked about this letter that Jeff Bezos wrote. I don't necessarily agree with Jeff. I, I've seen some of his political positions and philosophical position. I don't agree with him down the line, but this letter he wrote where he discussed the value and he quantified the value that Amazon has created for society across the major areas was the best I've ever seen written by a CEO. And he did it himself, and he went into great detail substantiating every one of those figures and the, and the, the groups that were that benefited, the customers, employees, stockholders, partners, vendors. Awesome. You think about building a facility like that, 750,000 square feet, you think there's a little money being invested in all that? And <laughs> that, that plant and equipment, if you will, that physical structure, massive. Think there's some jobs being created there, being 
at least being funded? I also caught a fantastic article about this $20 billion Intel chip factory being built in Ohio. Ohio was uh, selected for the site, not far from Columbus. And to read the analysis of how Intel arrived at that decision, as opposed to Indiana, believe it or not, was the other site in final contention. And it it had to do, uh, one of the things they said was just available workforce. Average pay, by the way, in this facility, and it's a manufacturing facility, $112,000 average pay. And a $20 billion investment. And one of the things they said is that they're within 30 minutes or so from a number of incredibly um, quality reputation educational institutions, including Ohio State, from an engineering perspective in particular that's just peeling out uh, all these graduates in the disciplines that they need. And they, and they saw that. And, and so, I don't know, it just got me thinking. And just amenities and other things you can do in the area that they looked at. And it, it really is about quality of life. Um, certainly financial, tax structure, et cetera, those are all important. But it was really more about availability. You just hear that over and over and over again, availability of the workforce. I think our, our challenge here in Mississippi is I think we're graduating a fantastic workforce it, for for the uh, companies that need those that have gone on and and uh, obtained degrees in various disciplines, I think we have fantastic gra- graduates. There ain't no place for them to work to a great extent. You saw Shad White a couple of weeks ago produce a really well done uh, video analysis of the so called brain drain and and uh, what that could possibly lead to if we stay on that trend on that track loss of our future entrepreneurs and no workforce for prospective companies that need that, that kind of uh, those kind of human assets. Uh, he even said something to the effect: grandparents or don't have the the joy of experiencing the the uh, rearing and uh, the raising of their grandchildren because they their kids that graduate have to go out of state to seek work. All that was valid and uh, applaud Shad. Uh, for that, and so, it's, so here's the it's chicken and egg. You need the companies to hire the people, right? And the people need the companies to go to work at. It really is, and it's it's like we got to coalesce around. Okay, how do we how do we bridge that gap? How do we get to where we're trying to get to in the long term? And I I hope that I uh, would like to see. The, the business community, the economic development organizations, our government at all levels coalesce and work together and collaborate on addressing that issue and, uh, and, and trying to get more uh, knowledge workers in the state that uh, make, their, make the state their home. And if you think about all the strides we've made in K-12 education and the amount of money we spend on that, and, of course, you've got a couple of choices. You've got two choices. You can either exit high school and, and take on a career, make good money, and, and obviously be a very productive member of society, and we need and we appreciate that. Or you can go to, to, to college, and I, it's fair to say, I think, Rhino, most – most of the K through twelve education is kind of geared for the college bound student. I oh think. yeah, the vast majority. Yeah. So, 
There's and that's very great. little vocational education in public education, at least. And I'm simply trying to make the point that that we spend, we invest a lot in that K through 12 education. We, we we then turn out great graduates, and and our numbers are improving by quite a bit in the state of Mississippi in in, in terms of proficiency and grading and um, and just performance in the classroom. They go to college, and then they leave. So we're what the value of that great K through 12 education is dramatically diminished when they don't stay and they go to other states. Here you go, other states have our great resources, our, our human resources, our most precious asset, our educated children. We'll step aside for a break right here. We'll come back. I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learn how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. With severe winter weather sweeping across parts of the Midwest and the South, the USDA wants to remind communities, farmers and ranchers, families and small businesses that USDA has programs to provide assistance in the wake of disasters. USDA staff in the regional, state, and county offices stand ready and eager to help. They're partnered with FEMA and other disaster-focused organizations and created the Disaster Resource Center, a central source of information they use to search knowledge base of disaster-related resources powered by agents with subject matter and expertise. The Disaster Resource Center website and Web2 now provide an easy access point to find USDA disaster information and assistance. The USDA encourages residents of small businesses and impact zones to contact the local USDA office to determine which assisted programs might meet their individual needs. 
I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Some things are hard to ignore, like a bad toupee. The Mississippi Lottery's Mega Millions jackpot is one of the good things you should not ignore. It's big. We're talking massive. It's just $2 per play, and for an extra buck, you can add the Mega Plier for a chance to make your non-jackpot winnings really sore. What are you waiting for? Somebody's going to win it. Be somebody. Get your Mega Millions tickets today. Then buy that guy a new rug. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday night starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you so much for joining Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So we were um, talking about the medical marijuana. I guess we're supposed to say medical cannabis, right? Passing state of Mississippi after much consternation over the last year uh, and a whole bunch of uh, dynamics back and forth. Uh, you know. My guess is nobody's more relieved than Representative Yancey and Senators, Senator Blackwell, who absolutely uh, worked hard on this deal. I mean, no matter how you feel about it, those guys worked hard on it, and you you got to tip your hat to them. I was, I guess, sadly mistaken and under the impression that once this got done with, there wouldn't be as much consternation over the language of the bill that's now law. Yeah. But I've seen time and time again, and we even had a text about it, too, about how it's being taxed. Oh. And, and people are upset that medical marijuana is being taxed, and they're, they're ticked off at the legislature because the will of the people was not, was, not, was not worried about. They didn't care. They just did their own thing. Really? I'm thinking back, and I'm going, wait a second. In Initiative 65... Was there not a tax applied to it in that, the citizen-led ballot initiative? Uh, they called it a fee, 7%. But it's it was still a tax. A tax. Yeah, and, and the remember that all of those proceeds were to be directed to the Department of Health to pay for the cost of administering the program, which was going to be charged uh, to the Department of Health. So, yeah. Uh, 
it's it is kind of interesting though, isn't it, Rhino? Because they're very strong feelings, like many of these controversial issues. Uh, we get it. But you've seen everything from we just ought to tax the snot out of it so we can just have gold-plated roads and bridges. That's what would happen if we taxed it, all the way to we don't need to tax it at all, really, and everything in between. So the, the, what we do know it, when we look and are instructed by other states, California's the one that comes to mind. They, they have uh, recreational and medical and they uh, initially levied quite high taxes on it. And what they found was the black market still thriving here. Imagine that. People are circumventing the taxes. So it's, it's almost like a laugher curve for, for, uh, for marijuana, honestly, when you look at the, the tax approach on that. But I, I think what we also know is the idea of pleasing Everybody on this, that's out the window. That's for sure. That ain't ever going to happen. But here's the deal. What we got is what we got. And if there's issues and problems, I, I will say the good news is in the the way that this uh, came about and materialized as statute, that if something doesn't work out, the uh, the, the government, the state government can convene if necessary, and make adjustments to address that. The The thing that is worrisome about Initiative 65 is, had it been embedded in the Constitution, that would not have been possible, a, a more rapid amendment uh, or adjustment to the program by the legislature. Couldn't do it. You'd have to go back to the ballot box to amend the Constitution. That's I just wanted to make sure I that. wasn't misremembering, because I'm, I'm pretty sure they had the fee or tax in the initiative. And I've seen people that were proponents for the initiative get real bent out of shape that there's a tax on the legislature's bill. And I just, I couldn't wrap my head around the outrage. Yeah, I, I hear you. There, there certainly was. There was a and I'm, this is coming from yeah. someone that said, I, I, I questioned why you're taxing medicine because no other medicine is taxed. But Yeah, and that, that sounds like a, a valid argument. I mean, it's a reasonable argument, right? We don't tax prescriptions. And uh, and so, but we are here. But this isn't a prescription, right? So that I think, uh, to some extent, rebuffs that argument. Yeah, it's done. That's the main thing. <laughs> it's done. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it some more. But at this point, I I don't really care to talk about it anymore. If you guys are fine with that, uh, we're going to move on to something else. The tax reform, I think, is the big item that's. Uh, Kind of the elephant in the room, as they say. The ballot initiative process. That's the other one. We discussed that the other day. Might review that again. Tax reform, we got to get to that. I, uh, of course, uh, mentioned earlier, was on with Paul this morning discussing that, as we have been quite a bit. We'll discuss that. I really do got to talk about the child care, not the child tax credit, the child care credit that was included in the BBB, the Build Back Broker Bill, I think it has a very good chance of becoming law as a standalone piece of legislation because I think Joe Manchin supports it. But there's some details about this I'm going to discuss before we're out of here today as we approach the noon hour, Super Talk News, Fox News. We're going to come right back. 
You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden announces the death of a top terrorist during a U.S. military raid in Syria. Haji Abdullah was head of the Islamic State terrorist group. We do know that as our troops approach to capture the terrorist in a final act of desperate cowardness, he, with no regard to the lives of his own family or others in the building, he chose to blow himself up, not just to the vest, but to blow up that third floor rather than face justice for the crimes he has committed. He took over as ISIS leader in 2019 after the death of the previous leader during a U.S. military raid in the same area. Fewer Americans are on unemployment. There were 238,000 new claims for unemployment benefits last week, down 23,000 from the week before. Continuing claims, those still receiving benefits, declined to 1.62 million. Fox's Ginny Casola. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Today on Hey Culligan, Smart Home, Smarter Water Softener. Here's Kevin. Hey Culligan, can a smart water softener lift those heavy salt bags for me? Kevin, it can. <laughs> Wait, it can? Yep, the smart high-efficiency water softener from Culligan can alert your dealer when the salt needs to be replaced, and they'll do it for you, so your water stays soft and you stay away from lifting the bags. I mean, I could lift them if I wanted. No judgment here, Kevin. We're happy to do it, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with the local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Your Window Tint Headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Ice accumulations of up to three quarters of an inch is possible across northwest Mississippi today through tonight, making road conditions dangerous. Southeast Mississippi has been upgraded to a level two slight risk for severe storms today. There have been reports of icing on bridges and overpasses in DeSoto, Quitman, and Coahoma counties. The Highway Patrol is asking residents in the affected areas to stay off the roads if possible. A bill that would have allowed sports betting on mobile devices in Mississippi didn't make it out of committee before the deadline, which means it's basically dead for now. But Senator Josh Harkins says with two months left in the session, it could be revived. I think so many people were focused on medical marijuana so many people were focused on uh you know other things uh, besides that that it just you know it may not uh, have received the attention it needs but i think it's yeah. something that we'll we'll eventually uh get to and uh probably pass the next you know year or two you know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money a lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online with the power of super talk mississippi media digital you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business the highly trained and trusted team at super talk mississippi media digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. 
This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Medical marijuana is officially law. Governor Tate Reeves signed the legislation Wednesday night. The Department of Health has 120 days to finalize the rules and regulations. Once that's done, they'll start accepting applications from growers and licenses will be issued after that. Ken Newberger with the Mississippi Medical Association explains that there's still a lot to do before patients start receiving their medicine. So seeds will probably go in the ground sometime in July at the earliest. Um, Then you've got about four to six months, depending on how things go with growing, uh, before they're actually grown, dried, tested for um, patients to actually consume. He is hoping that'll happen early next year. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. We uh, so appreciate you joining us today. It's Gerard and Rhino. We're in the Super Talk studios on this Friday Eve. Don't forget next week, I'm going to team up with the Ag Up Equipment folks in the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation on next Thursday, a week from now, February 10th, at the annual Dixie National Rodeo and Sale of Champions. Join us to learn more about how Ag Up Equipment and the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation are teaming up to help you cowboy up, tractor up, Ag up and save with Ag up equipment. That's next Thursday. Going to be down at the trademark with the Ag up equipment and Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation folks. Looking forward to that. So uh, there was a question about 
opting out. I, I did check on that. It's 90 days. And essentially what the opt-out uh, involves is really opting out of growing and selling, essentially all marijuana-related, medical marijuana-related facilities in that locale. That would be what the opt-out. If uh, that happens, the citizens can organize a referendum, go to the ballot box, allow the people to vote. They can override it. If it fails, they have to wait two years to go back to the ballot box to override. I, I did notice that the news, um, it, it hit some of the national news sites as well. I guess that's understandable as Mississippi becomes the 37th state to legalize medical marijuana. But anyhow, that's what the opt-out situation involves. Jeff Smith uh, makes the point as well. The good thing about medical marijuana, it's no longer in the Constitution. It's in general law and can be changed as needed. Agree, Jeff? Uh, yeah, we absolutely agree and touched on that. I think I, like most people that supported the concept of a program, didn't realize that. I, what this has clearly done, I think you'd agree, Rhino, is it's it's kind of elevated our our focus and called our attention to what options are available to citizens in terms of initiatives versus referendums and the mechanisms uh, there, too, which are available. And prior to, uh, well, presently, I should say, because nothing's been enacted yet. We've only got bills that have made it out of committee and onto the floors, I think. But nonetheless, right now, the only option is for citizens to gather signatures go to the ballot box with an initiative that would amend the Constitution, except we don't have a mathematical way to get that done. The Supreme Court has so indicated in its striking down of Initiative 65. We don't have a way to do that. So you remember the Speaker of the House coming on the program early in the session stating that that was a priority. Representative Fred Shanks on the House side chairs the Constitution Committee, sent us a summary of what that looks like. We talked about that before, but just in case you you missed it, it allows the citizens to organize a a, a ballot measure, an initiative that would only um, involve statute, statutory process only, not one which would um, amend the Constitution, which is the present law. This new law would give the citizens the option uh, to go to the ballot box with a, a measure that met all the other requirements, including the signature collection and the gathering of signatures, which, by the way, the language is fixed with respect to the, the, uh, the mathematical impossibility that presently exists, which is based on five congressional districts, gathering of signatures uh, across those in equal numbers. We don't have five, so you can't do that. And which is why the Supreme Court struck down Initiative 65. Anyhow, it fixes it, cleans that language up quite nicely. Uh, that's the main thing. The other main point, I think, about the bill that came out of committee is that it does not increase the number of signatures that must be gathered uh, to get uh, a measure on the ballot. It stays at 12% of the total votes in the last gubernatorial election, the most recent one in that respect. There's some, I think maybe one of the optional bills had perhaps 15%. I think there was 15% and a 15% of 
the number of votes cast in the presidential election. Anyhow, it stays where it is. I believe there's consistent. I'm sure Fred's probably listening. Fred, if I misstated that, please let me know. Pretty sure it stayed based on what I read. Is that your understanding, too, Rhino? Yeah. 12%. Okay. Just want to make sure we got that right. So uh, I think that uh, what we can say is that the, the Speaker of the House said, yep, that was a priority and, and wanted to get that done, and it has been. I know many of our audience have asked, what about fixing this ballot measure process? One thing to keep in mind, though, is it appears that the citizens, as best I can understand it, Rhino, no longer have an option to put a measure on the ballot that would amend the Constitution. That's my understanding. Correct. From uh, from Fred, so Representative uh, Shanks. So that's where we landed on that. And um, the other thing that I think is notable that you've heard on our news, and I know something that Paul is focused on on his show, is mobile sports betting, right? That didn't make it out. Looks like there's not going to be an option to to enact that into law in the state of Mississippi. But as you heard, perhaps on the soundbite from Senator Harkins, he said there's still some time. So uh, I'll certainly yield to the senator on that. I'm not sure what all the procedural maneuvers that could be employed to get that going again. But uh, anyhow, we shall see. Thomas and Greenwood wants to know, is Madison opting out? I have no idea. It'd be Madison the city. Uh, it, uh, obviously, the mayor, uh, Mary Hawkins Butler, who was the plaintiff, in uh, with the city of Madison on the Initiative 65 measure, not meeting the strict constitutional requirements in the signature gathering rules. Um, I, I guess my sense is, since she brought that suit about, I, and I don't want to speak for the mayor, not talk to her, don't know, know her well, but um, you would think that likely the city of Madison would opt out. My guess is the city, looking at other towns in in Madison County, my home county, my guess is the city of Canton will not opt out and the city of Ridgeland will not opt out. So the city of Madison would kind of be sandwiched between those. And you've got Flora, too. And remember, the opt-out is a municipality or locale opting out of having a growing operation or a dispensary within their boundaries. Right. That does not have any negative impact on a patient living in that municipality. They just wouldn't be able to get it in their hometown. Excellent point. So a, a, a resident of Madison, the city, for example, could travel to can travel Correct. to, assuming they don't opt out. Now. Correct. Uh, I'm just speculating that that's what the outcome will be there. But yeah, just the opt-outs don't have any impact on a patient's ability to possess medical cannabis. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Uh, to- totally agree, and uh, thank you for pointing that out. The only thing that bothered me about the whole thing was people that just like to get high, hiding behind terminal patients, Larry and Jackson. I hear you, Larry. You know, there's a a list of uh, eligible uh, illnesses, and there, I, th- I want to say, right now, there's 22, and maybe a couple have got added in the final bill, something to that effect. Don't have all that in front of me, but it, it, is, it is a list of those which are thought to benefit from medical marijuana, it's not just terminally ill patients. It's not restricted to just that. There are other other categories of illness that qualify as well. Sorry, I don't have that in front of me, uh, but nonetheless, it's a it's a fairly long long list. Um, I hope they made a provision on the marijuana law where all these little towns can't harass people driving through 
Interesting. It's John from Pontotoc writes this. The little town next to me is barely big enough to have police, but they went and bought a dog. It'll be like alcohol in dry counties. Uh, gosh, I hear you, John. I, I hope I hope nobody gets harassed over anything, especially if it's law enacted into law. That's just that's wrong. Take well, it up. and there is a bit of a difference with the medical cannabis and the wet and dry counties, is because that was wet and dry counties were law, and if you were in a dry county with alcohol, you were breaking the law. Whereas if you're a patient certification that you can have medical marijuana or medical cannabis yeah then doesn't matter what the municipality the county whatever says about it you've been certified to be able to possess it in the magnolia state you can have it yeah which is different than the magnolia state saying all right we're letting counties choose and this county said you can't have it so you're breaking the law in that county uh, i think that's right you know it's it's going to be interesting though is it not to just observe all this rolls out. I mean, I've never really paid attention to what's happened in the other states when they've implemented this. I mean, just how it sort of changed the state. I know Oklahoma's the one everybody points to as a disaster, and from all accounts, it does appear to be a disaster. I've got a Facebook friend that's actually on the commission in Alabama. They have a cannabis commission. She says that she's been referred to as a member of the drug cartel. I mean, that's in the people that are opposed to it, obviously. That's not right. Come on. Doing the work. Anyhow, we will take a break right here watching the Dow and the NASDAQ plummet again today. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Mazda of Jackson is welcoming in 2022 with amazing deals to you during our New Year's celebration. It's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every new Mazda in stock. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 2 150,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team works hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Get to Mazda of Jackson today for our New Year's celebration, where we give you the most savings possible every single day. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 5397 I-55 Furnish Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit like models. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner. Member FDIC. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. There's something about tradition that always says a lot. 
and honest dedication and work that's not forgotten. Pride is what we lean on, customers to know there's not a better body shop no matter where you go. We don't use fancy gimmicks, we're proven tried and true. Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live-burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. So, even though I said we weren't going to talk about it anymore, we're still talking about it because people are asking good questions, and we appreciate that. So, we'll, um, that's fine. I only said that uh, because just trying to take a little rest from uh, all the all the discussion and the controversy back and forth. As it, it really hasn't stopped, if you think about it. I, I guess it, it, it kind of died down while we were waiting for the Supreme Court decision, talking about the medical marijuana right. legislation. But after the Supreme Court ruled, I think from then, it seems like it's been fairly constant uh, in the news and, and developments and activities on that. So, But the big news, of course, is that the governor signed the bill, and it has made the national news. He signed it last night. It goes into law. And July 1 is when they can start, as you heard Ken Newberger say on our air on the news clip. He is the president or executive director of the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association. And you heard him say they can start putting seeds in the ground, I believe is the way he termed it. Effective July 1 takes several months for that to grow into harvestable. I don't know that it takes months to grow, but it'll, it'll take a couple months to get it from seed to store. Okay. Right. I mean, there's a reason they call it weed. Okay, gotcha. It, it grows like a weed. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Thank you for clarifying that. So, but, but, but the bottom line is that don't expect that on July 1, I think that's the main point, is it not? Don't expect July 1 you're going to have a dispensary in your neighborhood or in your town, wherever. No, you very well could have one open up just to have its grand opening and, okay. and get people in. But, yeah, they're, they're not going to have any products to sell you. Okay, that's fair enough. But... Because, um, I mean, we've had storefronts that were ready to open before the lawsuit. That's true. Growers as well. I oh, mean, yeah. all the pieces of the industry. And uh, But as of July 1, you can seek your certification from a practitioner. 
That's Just correct. A quick review on that. Make sure I get this right, Rhino. Between the ages of 18 and 25, you must have a sign-off certification by two practitioners, one of which has to be a physician. And uh, over the age of 25, one practitioner, which can be a physician, a uh, an OD, a nurse practitioner, and it seems like there was one other, perhaps one other category in that. But those are the main ones. Um and those have to go through some training, and they have to get authorized to certify patients. And the other caveat is you have to have a prior relationship, I think is kind of the way the, the law describes it. Yeah, you got to have a bona fide relationship, which in reality just means you have to have been to that doctor before you went to that doctor to get medical cannabis. And the question came up that I asked Representative Yancey on the program when he was on a couple of weeks ago, well, what happens if your doctor that's treating you for that ailment that would qualify decides not to participate in the program? He basically said you'd have to go establish, which could be done, a relationship and perhaps one visit with with another physician. They're going to transfer all your records is what they customarily do. Uh, You own those records, actually, so I think they're bound by law to do so. Um, if I'm not mistaken. But nonetheless, uh, that's how you'd have to, to work through that. And, and the law uh, specifies that a practitioner uh, cannot prescribe, uh, it not excuse me, cannot certify. Boy, i gotta, I got to make sure I don't say that, misstate that. And I think that's commonly done. It's not a prescription. It's a an authorization, a certification, if you will. Anyhow, they're not able to do that. Uh, for an ailment that you, a patient may have that qualifies but is not within their scope of practice. Right? Correct. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess, Rhino, thinking through that, an example could be um, you're, you need it to treat uh, glaucoma, as an example, and you're, you're trying to get it from an internist that might be or an oncologist that might also be treating you. That's not in the program. So, well, I, I need it to treat my cancer, the pain from that, but I, but uh, I, I don't need it for that. I, I'm sorry, but I need it for the glaucoma, but you're my cancer doctor, and I don't need it for that. I don't have any pain. That's just an example. There's well, a it's kind of like, say you're going to get your teeth cleaned, and you're at the dentist, and you've got a backache, and you go, hey, doc, can you write me some Lortab for my back? Yeah. Good the point. dentist can't write you that Laura tab for your back pain. Now, if they did surgery on your mouth, or they could they could verify that they did something that you would require pain management. Yeah, they have the authority to write controlled substances, but they can't just write you a painkiller for back pain if they're a dentist. Yeah, that's a great great uh, way to describe it. Concealed carry. That's another question. Gun ownership comes up. Jerry in Waynesboro asks about that. So, you know, we asked that question. We, we had uh, Representative Yancey, as you were calling the program, for an hour. We kept him the entire hour. Did a great job. Um, really understands this, uh, this legislation at the lowest level of detail. But, but as you recall, I think I got this right. What he said was nothing changes with respect to your current ownership of a weapon. Whatever laws are on the books now, that applies. And really there's no changes in laws in terms of uh, acquiring a firearm. But you do, when you acquire a firearm, have to answer some questions. And one of those questions it asks if you're uh, using illegal drugs, right? And if you, from a federal perspective. Correct. So if you answer affirmatively to that, um, well, you can't get a weapon, obviously. You wouldn't even try. But if you said no, but you do have a certification, you're technically committing fraud. 
And and so if that gets found out, I guess, and, and you could get away with it a thousand sure. times in a row, but sure. that thousand and first time <laughs> when something red flags or snafus or the di- the eyes not dotted or the t's not crossed, and you get busted. Yep, that's absolutely true. So I did want to touch on this. I see Paul. I think is asking a question about it, but it is Representative Nancy Mace. Now uh, this is some. Rather recent news. I've been tracking this for probably a year since she's been pushing for uh, legal uh, legalizing weed at the federal level, decriminalizing it, and changing it from being a Schedule One drug. So this is Nancy Mace from South Carolina. She says, by the way, this is her basis for pushing this. She said. Um, that, uh, let's see, she began using marijuana after she was raped in high school. There was no light in my life. That's a quote, Mace told uh, the news. I dropped out of school, became a waitress at Waffle House, eventually returned to school, became the first woman to graduate from the Citadel. Interesting. In 1999. Worked in the South Carolina politics, won election to the House, the U.S. House, in 2018. Only the second woman to represent the state in uh, in Washington. So anyhow, she's trying to get it. Uh, it's called the States Reform Act. That's what the legislation is known as. She's trying to um, essentially categorize, classify cannabis like alcohol instead of heroin. That's that's essentially what she, what she's working on there. So we'll see. I mean, this this turns the whole thing upside down, does it not? I mean, if you if it's no longer of Schedule One, same category as LSD and ecstasy, there are some who are pushing for LSD now, suggesting that it has some benefit in in treating uh, mental disease. Yeah, there have been at least a handful of studies on the impact that LSD and psilocybin, which is the the magic mushrooms. And even ecstasy, which is MDMA, yep. the, those three chemicals, the way they work in the brain, they're being studied for how it can impact and benefit those suffering from PTSD. Okay. And it's you, you think of LSD, you think of a, a hippie that doesn't want to take his clothes off because he thinks he's an orange and you're going to peel him or something, like he's just space cadet and the, the walls are breathing and stuff. The studies are being done with what's called a microdose, where the patient's not getting a high from the medicine. It's just changing the chemicals in their brain slightly. All I can think about is the uh, the famous uh, Jefferson Airplane song, Grace Slick, one pill, <laughs> ask Alice when she's 10 feet tall. That's what that was about, hallucinogenic oh, drugs. Yeah. Uh, did I ever tell you about riding the elevator with her when I was uh, living in Baton Rouge? They were performing when, like, 1981, and they happened to be staying at the same hotel I was living in at the time, waiting uh, for a place to, to live. I was working and just got on the <laughs> There was Grace Slick in the Jefferson Airplane, folks. Anyhow, uh, there's also a question which we will get to about what's going on with the tax reform. Anything new about income tax bill? I was just now able to start listening. That's from the 662. We'll pivot to that if folks are okay in uh, the remaining half hour. I still got to tell you guys about this child uh, care credit because it, it, it actually has an impact on the state. Just so you know, a little hint, it works like Medicaid does. 
Think about that for a second. I'll explain when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and a possible thunderstorms with falling temperatures high near 37. Tonight, a chance of rain and freezing rain. Cloudy skies, low around 28. Your Friday, cloudy skies, high near 39. And for your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 48. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein. Love has its own special timing, doesn't it? When you're ready, you both just know it. So how about this Valentine's Day? Can you think of a better time to get engaged? Guys, it's perfect. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company, where you'll find ten times the selection of diamonds, diamond engagement rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. Beautiful, affordable engagement rings she'll love, complete with your soda diamonds starting under $2,000. With Juniker's interest-free, flexible financing, you can give her a one-carat diamond for as little as $84 a month with approved credit. And whatever your budget, I promise... We can make it happen. You see, guys, love has its own timing, and maybe that time for you is now. This Valentine's, come to Juniker's. When you're ready, we're ready. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Ice accumulations of up to three quarters of an inch is possible across northwest Mississippi today through tonight, making road conditions dangerous. Southeast Mississippi has been upgraded to a level two slight risk for severe storms today. There have been reports of icing on bridges and overpasses in DeSoto, Quitman, and Coahoma counties. The Highway Patrol is asking residents in the affected areas to stay off the roads if possible. A building 
that would have allowed sports betting on mobile devices in Mississippi didn't make it out of committee before the deadline, which means it's basically dead for now. But Senator Josh Harkins says with two months left in the session, it could be revived. I think so many people were focused on medical marijuana. So many people were focused on uh, you know other things uh, besides that that it just you know it may not uh, have received the attention it needs. But I think it's yeah. something that we'll we'll eventually uh, get to and uh, probably pass the next you know year or two. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. What's what's on the ceasefire text line? I'll I'll uh I'll keep you anonymous. Okay. I said I did a ridiculous amount of LSD in high school, and it doesn't seem to have any lasting effects other than I have an affinity for David Lynch movies. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I hope uh, that. The anonymous person there has no longer uh, engaged in ingesting LSD. I don't think that's good for you. There have been studies that say the the chemicals can cause problems with the physical structure of your brain. Okay. And that's one of the reasons why in the studies for the positive impacts of it, they're using microdoses. Yeah. Got you. Well, anyhow, uh, so nobody's coming after your guns, just to be clear. It, it may not be, I guess, lawful I, uh, to possess a firearm if you're using illegal drugs, but I, I don't know. Does that, how does that work? If 
if you're involved in some sort of of uh, incident, right, where you get um, investigated, arrested, whatever the case may be. It would have be. to be by f- federal authorities. Not state or right. local, right? Yeah, because they, they don't venture into that, unless we have some sort of state laws. I don't know about that. So, but if it's medical, then wouldn't it be under the same state laws as, say, you got a bad back and the doctor gave you a Darvacet? It's a controlled substance, but you've been told to get it by the doctor. Yeah. You can have your firearm with you for that. It's hmm. legal substance. Okay. Makes sense. It's not recommended to consume the said substance and then use said firearm. You know, it, it certainly, you would think, wouldn't you, Rhino, that whatever uh, the law says with, with respect to transport, thinking about law enforcement officers, so much of their work deals with motorists, vehicles, stopping, pulling them over, looking for stuff that's suspicious. You've, you're transporting medical marijuana in your vehicle. I don't remember exactly what the law, what it specifies on any sort of protocols or or um, guidelines that must be followed on that. But you would think that law enforcement has got to go through some training to understand. It oh, yeah. changes it somewhat. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just thinking out loud of all the stuff that's got to happen uh, to get all this rolling. But well, I mean, for example, look at how driving under the influence is enforced. The, the way most people are familiar with a DUI stop is the officer gets you to step out of the car, they make you walk a straight line, or they hold their flashlight up and wave it back and forth to see if your eyes are wiggling and that. Those are all scientifically studied tests that show you're under the influence of alcohol. Yeah. There's not a readily available test that can tell whether or not someone is actively under the influence of marijuana. You can tell whether or not they've had it in their system in the past, but you don't really have a way of knowing if they ingested it a week ago or seven minutes ago. Yeah, and a week ago, it obviously has no impact on your driving um, ability to operate a vehicle, and a few minutes ago, generally would. So, uh, yeah, Paula Meridian says the Fed just needs to fully decriminalize and leave it up to the states. That would make things a lot simpler. That's precisely, by the way, what, what Representative Nancy Mace's bill does. It defers it. It decriminalizes it for federal purposes and then defers the um, the authority to the states to handle it however they see fit. Talking about for um, in this case for recreational, such a shaky line says uh, Larry and Jackson. Uh, I I agree. The uh, law specifically states that you cannot be a user of any illegal drugs, including medical marijuana. Right, we we agree, and I, I think we said that Darren and Jackson to get a permit or to carry a firearm without a permit. Yeah, that's. Um, May, may not hurt us earlier, but yeah, we agree, and that's the way we discussed it as as well. You've got to fill out the application. There's a question on there, and you've got to you should answer it honestly. And if you have a certification and you're using, I guess just because you have a certification doesn't mean you use it. But, Correct. But if you're using, I think is that the question? I can't remember. Do you use illegal drugs, or is it more more sort of qualified than that? I don't know. But the bottom line is, it clearly, if you're a, a patient and you're buying medical marijuana and you're using it, you would be 
committing fraud. You would be lying on this application, a federal form, and that's a problem. It's a problem if you get, I guess, something else pops up and it drills down whatever that issue is, causes law enforcement to drill down to that. It, it kind of seems like an outlier situation to me. I mean, let's hypothetical situation. You're a 80-year-old man that is dealing with glaucoma, so you go to your doctor and your doctor recommends medical marijuana. Yeah. So you get certified, you go to the dispensary, you get your medical marijuana. Unless you're doing something illegal with grandpappy's old gun that's above the fireplace, I, I understand it's it's illegal. But how is that going to be enforced? Yeah, I mean, Who at the federal level is going, uh-oh, watch out for grandpappy. Let's go to his house and get his stuff. Yeah, I don't see him going door to it's door. It's kind of like if you're on the interstate and you're driving faster than the speed limit, you're betting on a lack of enforcement. I guess the risk would be this, the state system that maintains the certification information, because it's a state-run system. If somehow, I guess, law enforcement just had that Rolodex and started randomly going out to folks' uh, residences, hey, we see you got a medical marijuana guard here and... We we uh, we think you got some guns. I don't know what might tip them off to that, and so that's complicated. I I haven't heard of this happening in the other thirty six states, though. Not nothing even remotely close to this. Not it, without extenuating circumstances. Yeah, good point. I mean, it, it'd be national news. We we'd all know about it. I just hadn't heard. It. Not saying it's not possible. I guess it just seems awfully far fetched and and uh, not. Probable. The only thing that comes to mind is I want to say there was a guy in Colorado that the feds were investigating for wire fraud. Yeah. And then he got in trouble because when they raided his house, he had illicit drugs and firearms. Makes that sense. was because he got in trouble with the feds. Yeah. So I think if you mind your own business and don't do stupid stuff that's going to call attention and draw the law enforcement, you ain't got a problem here, whatever that problem may be. I think we're kind of splitting hairs, honestly. I think we're splitting hairs unnecessarily. And I'm saying that because we got 36 other states to as, as guidance. I just hadn't seen it. David so, in Indianola has a uh, foolproof method for term- determining whether or not you're driving under the influence of marijuana. Have the officer pull out a bag of Doritos. <laughs> if the person's high, they'll ask for one. <laughs> awesome. Michael and Laurel, he writes that there's some sort of gadget that will test uh, you for field sobriety tests for being under under the influence of marijuana. I, okay, I'm not familiar with that. They've been testing them in, in states where it's legal, but it's it's nowhere near as accurate as what we're used to with alcohol, breathalyzers, and blood alcohol content. Yeah, and it's money, too. So, you know, it's a matter of whether or not you want to go spend a lot of money on that. I guess you would if you started to see lots of people driving like fools. Because they're high drive. Of course, we it's a risk now, is it not? It's not just because we have implemented a medical marijuana program that all of a sudden, magically, we're going to have people uh, smoking weed or ingesting it and getting high and then getting behind the wheel. Pretty right. Sure and that's we're happening we're not saying go toke and then yes, get behind the exactly. wheel because even if there's not a readily available way for the police officer to determine that you're under the influence, he had to have probable cause to pull you over. So if you're swerving in and out of the lane because you're trying to light the doob, yeah. then you're probably still going to get charged with careless or reckless driving, even if they can't pin the DUI marijuana on you. Yeah, I agree. All right. We only got one segment left. Uh, 
enough for medical marijuana today. I'm exhausted talking about it. On the tax reform bill, I just wanted to go through a couple of things quick that hopefully are of help to you in understanding these two pieces of legislation, one out of the Senate, one out of the House. And uh, I came on the show this morning with uh, Paul Gallo and, and spent a couple of segments just kind of filtering down through that. Here's sort of the highest level bottom line without getting into the wonky weeds. The House bill uh, clearly provides bigger tax breaks, puts more money in your pocket, uh, short term and long term, than uh, does the Senate bill. That's the bottom line. When you look at the categories of income taxes, sales taxes, on uh, general sales taxes, grocery taxes, and car tax. The, uh, the Senate bill does, is not as generous. It does not put as much money in your pocket. However, the Senate side is more concerned about loss of revenue and the, and the holes that may blow in the state's budget. And that's why they're more cautious uh, I think, in their approach. That's really the thing. Are you willing to take the risk of the House bill, get more money, or should we be more cautious with the Senate bill, get less money, but not have to claw back or not have as big a concern and a, as big a risk on future revenues to fund government? That's really the bottom line. We'll come right back. Stay with us. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Start off the new year with explosive savings. During our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. In 2022, it's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every Mitsubishi in stock. RidgelandMitsubishi.com. With zero down, pay only $289 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4 ESs. That's zero down on brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage. We're also offering super low 1.9% financing for 72 months, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right, a lifetime powertrain warranty only from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So start off 2022 with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit for details. Watching TaxLayer calculate your refund feels like climbing to the apex of a roller coaster. Here we go! And flying down the tracks. <laughs> At maximum refund speed. Start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. 
Tax Slayer. File fearlessly. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESI Supply.net. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Stack shoes, get the mirror ball going, baby. We're going disco dancing. The obligatory hi hat there. Got to, got to do that. Got to open up the hi hat. That sound. That was, uh, that just was part of every disco song, wasn't it? Had to get creative on the drums to do that. Uh, yeah. So our friend Jeff Smith reminds about the 2016 tax bill which eliminated the 3% bracket in the godforsaken franchise tax, which was one of the dumbest taxes ever devised. Um, And so this bill that's coming out of the Senate would extend that to eliminate the 4% bracket. The House bill doesn't really get into brackets. It just increases the, uh, the personal exemption such that for a single individual, a single person filing as an individual taxpayer, um, the first forty thousand of their um, income is not subject to tax, to income, sta- state income tax. So you don't even get on the scale. For a married couple, it's it's eighty thousand. It's the way it works out when you look at the 
personal deduct, uh, exemption and the standard deduction combined. 40000 individual, 80000 The The Senate bill doesn't, it's not structured that way. It just eliminates the 4% bracket over four years, 1% per year, $50 a year for a total of $200 when fully implemented on a permanent basis. The 5% bracket, which taxes all uh, income after the exemptions, uh, over $10,000 stays intact in the Senate bill. The goal of the House bill is to eliminate income taxes fully, phase that in, starting out with a, with a big uh, cut by, by increasing these exemptions. The other thing about the car tag, just to contrast the two bills, in the House bill, the uh, price of car tags, as we talked about yesterday, is worth talking about again. It reduces that. It cuts it in half. Uh, to a citizen. You go buy your car tag. If your car tag historically, let's say, it was is $500, it'd be $250 now. On the Senate side, the uh, only the state portion of the car tag, uh, the Avalorum taxes, the state fee, is which is part of that purchase of a car tag, is eliminated. That fee is $5. So you would save $5 on your car tag, on the Senate bill. On the House bill, you save half of the uh, the historical cost, whatever the value that would be. The state picks that up, and then it it um, covers the uh, the cities and counties for their loss of that revenue through a diversion. It, it covers it, so they're not out that money in terms of ad valorem taxes, which they need to operate the municipal areas. So that's that's a contrast there. And then the grocery tax, another big part of that, Senate bill uh, does eventually uh, reduce that down to 4%. Excuse me, I'm pardon me. I'm uh, pardon me. The House bill, the House bill, the House bill. Good grief, so much data. Reduces it to 4%. Senate bill uh, to 5%. So that's the way that works. The general sales tax, the House bill increases that by 1.5%. The Senate, ta- uh, Senate bill does not touch it. No increase in general sales tax in the Senate bill. Increase of 1.5% in the House. Decrease in the grocery tax to 4% in the House bill. Decrease to 5% on the Senate side. $5 savings on your car tax on the Senate bill. 50% savings on the House bill. Income taxes, you get rid of the 4% bracket on the S- uh, Senate side. $200 total on the um, on the the uh, House side, it's, it calls for a total el- elimination of the income tax. So uh, also uh, need to point out something else, that the Senate bill has a provision that the House bill does not, and that is to pay a rebate some of the money taxpayers have paid last year based on their 2021 uh, return. And it's it's an up two thousand dollars just to just to give you some clarification there up to a thousand dollars that gets a little tricky because it's based on your tax liability the amount you owed the state you paid the state over the course of the full year on the senate side and it really doesn't amount to a whole lot honestly to get the thousand dollars, you'd have to have a tax liability of about twenty thousand dollars in the prior year, which means you would have made. Just so you understand, to get that full thousand dollars, you would have had to made four hundred thousand dollars. If you made eighty thousand dollars, you get one hundred twenty-eight bucks, up to a thousand. Hope hope that was clear. Apologize for that. It's a lot of data, a lot of numbers. Bottom line is to get that one-time thousand-dollar payment, you got to make four hundred thousand dollars. 
in 2020 uh, to qualify, 2021, excuse me, to qualify. Anyhow, we are out of time, and we're going to talk some more about this, and, and I think it's worth continuing to discuss a lot of moving parts. I know it gets kind of wonky. i got to get to this child care deal tomorrow because our state's going to end up having to make a decision like they did on Medicaid. Until then, we'll be back tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.